1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with
0: Viator. This is Jeff Fidoten with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Podcast Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team and Casey and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show... Former Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio and I will discuss the epic playoff game between the Buffalo Bills and Kansas City Chiefs. Joe's already nodding his head there, and preview <laughs> the AFC championship game. Joe, Bills Chiefs. Was this the best game ever? Best game at Arrowhead? How how do you rank it?
1: I would have i right, I'm gonna start with this. Absolutely. Let's start at a base level. Absolutely the best game ever played at Arrowhead, right? From start to finish it it just started fast and it ended with a bang i mean it i think absolutely so number one lock best game ever at arrowhead number two let's take it a next step and say best game i'd say best game in the playoffs best playoff game in the nfl just because of so many little things jeff the trauma between the quarterbacks the matchup between patrick and josh allen the the 13 seconds the not squibbing it you know and giving the chiefs the time like all those little things the, the whole game itself wrapped in one package was i think absolutely the best playoff game in the history of the nfl and you know then you take it up to the next layer of game and you say is it the best game that has been played like you it's got to be in the mix i mean look i i don't have the historical knowledge of going all the way back to the, you know, seventy, eight, nine, whatever. I oh, don't know. The got the NFL now has celebrated its hundredth anniversary, right? I don't. I mean, it'd be hard for me personally, just to be honest, whether to say it was the best NFL football game ever played. But it's got to be up there. I know it's the best football game in the playoffs, and I know it's the best game ever at Arrowhead. So you got to say it's in at least the top ten NFL games played of all time.
0: Such a spectacular game. I, I do think it was the best game at Arrowhead. I wanted though to say a couple things though, just because I'm always I think recency bias is always a thing, especially yeah, yeah, in sports yeah, yeah. games. I do think it was the best game at Arrowhead with sh- some shout-outs to the Christmas Day game against the Dolphins in 1971. Still the longest game ever. I have not seen that game, but I wonder if that plays in. Um, and some of the playoff games, this this the way the two quarterbacks played in the 13 seconds. For me, it, it's certainly up there. But then you're talking about, um, you know, you might get some texts from Joe Montana. You know, the catch yeah, that yeah, game, yeah, and the yeah. catch two with Vernon Davis. There is some great. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just hedge a little. Say it is the best game at Arrowhead. Um, Joe, it, it was better than this game, but actually a, a game that it reminded me of. And people don't necessarily think of this as quite an, as an epic of a game, particularly because it's so hard for Chiefs fans it actually reminded me a lot of patriots chiefs in the afc championship game a few years ago that that was a really good game with constant the score constantly changed in the same way that it was a good game but in the fourth quarter it just picked up and like there was score score back and forth back yeah. and forth and obviously same yeah
1: uh, no i i appreciate you bringing us back to earth because you know (laughs) the recency bias i love it i'm going to use that again i know because you know you just you get so swept up in the moment of the game because you know what let's also think about um you know, uh, the Steelers game, you know, I'm going to go back to when I was playing in 93, right. That overtime
0: nice. game, You're getting you know, back we... in Montana's good graces here by, by now. Exactly. That's why I threw it. That
1: in it. just, you know, Joe, <laughs> Joe, Joe's tuning in, um, you know, he throws, you know, fourth down, he throws that touchdown at the end of the game to Tim Barnett, Nick Lowry kicks the game winner in overtime. I mean, you know, that one too, right. That could be up there in the top, you know, five games ever at Arrowhead, you know, especially as it, because it was a playoff game and then it got us to that next game, which was the Houston game. So yeah, I know it's, it's just, it's just fun to say that it's the best game ever played because it's the last one, right? So we're, we're all excited about it, but, it, but you know what, whether you think it was the best game at Arrowhead, the best game in the playoffs or even the best football game ever, what a weekend now. Okay. There I think might be something yeah. that we could say the best ever of the best Weekend of playoff football ever, all in total three, four walk-offs. I mean, come on, it doesn't get it. It does not get any better than that. How much more could you ask for as an NFL
0: fan? I'm, I'm with you there, and also, I mean, you're you're not wrong by saying the best playoff game ever. I mean, I don't think that's at all a ridiculous comment. There there was some Nate Davis, a a USA Today writer, I really like, an editor there listed as top, and I think he had it number two. So it's not at all preposterous to say that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And we're going to dig more into this game. But first, a message from our sponsor. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. From football, basketball, Hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Well, Joe, back to this incredible Bills Chiefs game. We have to talk about, you know, the 13 seconds how Mahomes was able to do what he did. You – you know, I was thinking about this more. You were the – Romo mentioned it. You texted it to me. What Mahomes did was so amazing, his composure, his accuracy to those passes, the routes they ran, the coaching to have those timeouts left. Uh, Romo mentioned this, though, and so did you. Squib kick. It seems like that would take in a couple seconds. And also the – I definitely want your opinion on that because you know special teams so well from having played it. Also thought it was weird. Robo mentioned this too about the Bills rushing four. I would have rushed just like three guys, make Mahomes take his time. You want him to go back there and and, and you're not worried about it in the pass rush and just flood coverage. Joe, your take on this?
1: Yeah, no, and that's why and that's why I love I love Tony Romo. I think he brings such a realistic and fans' point of view to a game to make you kind of realize some things that you might not think of if people were just like regurgitating the facts on air. I really do. I really, really do. Of course, you know, I'm an, e- you know, grew up an Eagles fan and Tony Romo, you know, the Cowboys. But like, <laughs> I just, I just, I love what he does in the booth with Jim Nance. And the, the, the squib kick, it was the first, literally Jeff was the first thing I was thinking of because it made me think of like in basketball, you know how in basketball, sometimes at the end of a game, you'll see um, the point guard, if, if they don't full court or half court press, they'll like, they'll just like um, roll the ball up, you know, until, until Mm -hmm. somebody touches it. And then like, they, they wait, they wait, they wait, then they pick it up. Like that was the first thing that came to my mind is like, that's such a, that's such a no brainer in basketball is to give yourself that extra two or three seconds. If somebody's going to give you the time, vice versa, flip it to football and then trying to take time away, you know, the, the clock doesn't start until it touches a player, right. Which is, you know, which, so get it on the field as fast as you can. Like you'd think that, that 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 somebody at some point on 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 the um, you know uh, w- would have uh, sort of coached their kicker on how to like just put the ball you know the bill specialties put the ball at like the 20 or 30 even the 10 yard line and let it just sit there because number one it's a free ball and if if, if you're so you've got to touch it like as a player you've got to get it on the ball because if, if you let those fast you know kick return uh, coverage guys run down the field they could recover it like a, a a very very long onside kick right now granted so you've got to force somebody to pick it up and start that clock running that could have taken a good three to five seconds off of the clock easily easily the game
0: is basically over
1: uh, right there then they get one play and then it's a bomb and it's a hail mary and you hope that you know you can catch it and get, you know, get it so that Butker has, you know, at least a 55, 60 yard field goal. Right. So, wow. Like I was just really surprised. I was really surprised they they did that because that gave them the whole 13 seconds. The only thing I can think of is that the bills coaching staff was thinking what is, what could they possibly do in 13 seconds from the 25 yard line, right. With the touchback. So that was number one. I, you know, and it was funny Jeff, because you know, I, I I tweeted out this little thing about, I said, all right, you're a Hollywood uh, screenwriter and you get to write the title of this movie, of this game, you know, and, and somebody wrote the squib. Like that's what they would <laughs> call the name of the movie, the squib. I was like, Oh, that's a good one. Of course, everybody wanted to do, you know, when things are grim, be the grim reaper, like, you know, using Andy Andy's Reeves. quote. How was the game,
0: you know, that's, I watched that on squ- Netflix. Oh, the squib game.
1: Oh my God. There you go. You win. you win the prize. But like, I don't know why, you know, don't know why they didn't do it. And then your second part of your question, I have no idea why they did not rush three. That is just crazy. I would have put eight guys back, you know, put, you know, get your, get a really quick drop from your linebackers uh, as soon as it looks like Patrick, especially if he goes empty set, right. Then it's, if he goes empty set, then it's just Patrick. And then you're all you're worried about really is the draw or maybe a screen. And at that point, you know, you've got if you've got five DBs and three linebackers back, or you've got six DBs, uh, you know, and you're in like a dime package, and you got two linebackers. I mean, Bills have a good defense. Like they have players on that team who can tackle and can cover players. And I was just really, really surprised they did not have more players in coverage and 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 rush Patrick with three, with a you know just a solid three man rush. That that to me, I think was prop. Well, I think the squib was the number one mistake, and then that was probably the second, but only by a small margin.
0: Yeah, I, I rewatched a couple times that, that, that you know, those 13 seconds when Mahomes had, had to work with it. Again, credit to the Chiefs for just some super-accurate passes and, and great routes. But it, it was weird, too. They not only rushed four, it seemed like one of the guys was kind of a soft rush. So he wasn't, you know, he was kind of – so it's like, why, what is he even doing, doing there? Um, yeah. Coach McDermott – was asked after the game about, you know, did they think about script kicking? And he, he kind of avoided the question. He was just saying that he was, you know, was all about their their lack of execution rather than, you know, their, their, their decisions. So he yeah. didn't really answer it. Um, Harrison Bucker, uh, the Chiefs kicker, won the uh, – who sent it into overtime was asked about it uh, on Monday and it was kind of interesting. He said, you know, I actually, we have such dangerous returner guy return guys. We practice it all the time. If you squib get like, we might actually, you know, we might in one play get it up. I thought that was an, I, I don't agree with him, but I thought that was an interesting take from Butker.
1: Well, it depends on what the chiefs would have given the bills in that particular situation. Right. Like, I was on the kickoff return team, you know, back then. Now I don't, you don't see a lot of linemen anymore on kickoff return because you can't do the wedge, right? Like, Uh so it is, it is a little bit more athletic now than it was when I was there. But like I was, I was the air quote tight end on the kickoff return team. So, you know, we had two fullbacks, the returners, and then tight ends, and it was, you know, it was, it was uh, sometimes it was me and another lineman, sometimes it was a real true tight end, sometimes it was a linebacker type. Because what you did is, you know, you formed the wedge, and then, you know, it was it was pretty, you know, uh, a lot of bodies. You wanted a lot of bodies in there, but it's definitely gotten a lot more athletic now. So I don't disagree with Harrison that that maybe you know they feared the ability with some athletic people back there to return. But I don't know if you just try to squib it, maybe even to somebody who's, you know, not your actual returner. Now, granted, you could flip it, right? We had plays like that in at, we had end of game plays. Like the coaches used to say, Joe, if you have time and the ball comes to you fast, because I have two, I have actually two kickoff returns in my career for 15 yards. Um, So um, I've got one, well, one was for one yard and one was for 14 so on one, on one play, it was towards the end of the game. So Mo- Coach Schottenheimer told me just to go down. So I just I just recovered it and went down because he, we did not want to lose the ball. But in one game, it happened early on and in the game. So the ball literally came right to me. Jeff, <laughs> this is so funny. Side story on kickoff, you know, returns. I literally looked over at the coaches on the sideline. So Kurt Schottenheimer, right? Marty's brother was our special teams coach and Coach Schottenheimer himself the ball it was a knuckleball and it came right at me and hit me in the chest and i caught it and so the the player the other players were like they were like maybe 20 30 yards away at that point because it was so fast you know you know how fast a ball can be kicked right and he, i was like i didn't know what to do so i look over and coach Outheimer's like run <laughs>
0: so, it's like Forrest, so just, like Forrest Gump, you know. So I just
1: exactly. So I just put two arms over it. I didn't hold it like a real running back. I just put two arms over it, like I was going on on a short yardage. And I just started. I put my head down and I just ran forward as fast as I could, and I got 14 yards. That's so, a- but but anyway, th- th- that was just an aside story to you know that if you pick that right player that you could have gotten it to you know like i said i probably in that as fast as i am i probably took nine seconds off the clock Mm. you know running those 14 yards so yeah it's pretty pretty interesting how that that all played out and i could see why you'd have different philosophies on it and and you know who would who would have thought that in 13 seconds patrick could bust those zones and 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 make that happen that fast and i gotta tell you though jeff that to me the smartest play when i rewatched it like three or four times of course everybody wanted to watch the do it Kels, do it right because that was the big thing you know if you, if you if you listen to the volume way up on that last play that you know Kels caught the uh you know the, the crossing route or the the seam route there he's like do it Kels, do it do it and like um you know that kind of went viral a little bit and Travis going down when he did, he probably could have gotten a few more yards. It, it made me think immediately to that Cowboys game, when 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 Dak you know did that draw and didn't go down when he should have and didn't give him ch- himself a chance enough chance to spike the ball or even call a timeout or well they didn't have any timeouts but you know if Patrick look if, if Travis Kelsey doesn't go down when he goes down, they don't even get to call a timeout. So I was really as impressed as I was with Patrick and their ability to do it in 13 seconds. Let's give a lot of kudos to Travis for getting down when he did and giving the you know chance to call the timeout so that we could kick the field goal.
0: Yeah, what a game by Kelsey! Not only had that key play, the 25-yard grab that, and like you said, got down at the right time. He also had the walk-off touch, another walk-off touchdown. He had one last month. It's crazy that tight end has two. In uh, as many months. Speaking of your playing days, um, does does beating the Bills, you lo- you lost to the Bills in the AFC championship game. So did did that make this a little bit sweeter, you know, the fact that the Chiefs now beat the Bills to go to their fourth straight AFC championship game?
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah, like revenge is sweet, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> to be able to, you know, go to 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 do to do it against the team that we have historical significance with from, you know, at least going all the way back to nineteen the nineteen ninety-three season and 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 playing the, the Bills at Rich Stadium uh for that AFC championship game. I mean, that was you know, that was, that was really sweet to see. And, and, you know, I, th- I saw Patrick and Josh hug at the end of the game and, you know, Patrick's like, look, we're going to be doing this for a long time. It was really classy. And I think, I think it is going to be, um, you know, I a mean, few people were saying, is this, is this the next, uh, you know, Brady Manning, right? Is this it? Like, I think it could be, especially, definitely in the AFC, right? This is the new Brady Brady Manning matchup that we're going to be seeing for many years. I think the bills are stacked. The chiefs are stacked. And we're going to see this team again in, in not, you know, not just if they get the chance to play in the regular season, but I'm assuming, you know, both are going to be playoff teams for a long time and probably, you know, do the right thing to get to where they're playing each other again. Uh, So that's really, I think that's really exciting. And and I think, you know, the one thing about this game, you know, that, that I think the chiefs, um, you know, you know, I mean, Patrick, obviously, um, you know, led them in rushing, I, I thought I thought they did a fantastic job of committing to the run game as best they could. You know, we know that they're not a run team like you know like the way of the, the ways of old of Christian Okoye and Barry Word, you know, in Kansas City, or or even the way that even the Titans sometimes commit to the run game uh, with Derrick Henry. I, I thought you know I thought with eight and a half yards on the ground average for Clyde, you know, McColl gets a couple of nice uh, touches. You know, McKinnon was fired up, like he was doing his thing. Patrick showing his wheels, like I, I think that was technically a commitment to the run game, and I, and I'm real, I was really excited about that, and I think that really helped them
0: because it, it I th- really did. You know, uh, Patrick Mahomes' run game, including that that long thirty plus yard um, uh, run on the on the first drive of the Chiefs, you know, he said that they, they were he was running so effectively Mahomes that the Bills kind of went off their deep shell coverage. They started playing more man. So it mm-hmm. really did impact. And you know, if I'm the Bills too, as good as Mahomes is at at seeing where that open alley, I take that. I'd rather have you have him beat you with his legs than his arm. But you're right, it definitely changed the the Bills defense.
1: Yeah, because I think, you know, I thought obviously, you know, Josh was was using his legs too. I mean, he's he's special as well. Um but, you know, it looked like at the beginning of the first the first part of the game, I was like, oh boy, like Singletary was he was getting it done. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, if the Bills like it kinda of became like who's gonna who's gonna it's, it's like we were playing chicken, like who's yeah. gonna who's gonna who's gonna freak out first, like with this running game. And I was just and then the Chiefs just stepped up and started to shut him down and you know, then it became obviously Josh being able to to use his legs, but I thought the Chiefs did a good job, and I was really happy to see Eric Biennemi and Coach Reed like really stick with it and stick with Clyde, stick with Jarek McKinnon. He was he ran tough. And I just thought that was to me getting and of course getting Hardman involved in a couple of you know big runs, like I just thought that was a commitment to the run game that we're going to need to see going forward out of this team that just gets a chance to, for the Chiefs to open it up where they can score 42 points, right? Because it, it, it sounds counterintuitive. You think, oh, if somebody's committed to the run, they're not going to score as much because, you know, you're eating up clock, you're not making big plays, you're doing you're, you know, it's like nine yards or one yard in a cloud of dust kind of a stuff. But like, I, I think I think for me, when I see the Chiefs committing to the run, it actually, they score more points or at least it gives the appearance that they're going to score more points.
0: Yeah, great, great points there, Joe, uh, about the the running game and, and how it complemented uh, the, the passing game. Um, and, and no, it's interesting though. This is was such an epic game. You know, I think the answer is is no. The Chiefs are so experienced, playoff tested. This is our fourth straight AFC Championship game. But from a player's perspective, any concern about Getting over the emotions is such an epic game as we go on to the Bengals here.
1: Not in the playoffs. I, I, I think in the playoffs, I, I think you, you, you got to ride that momentum. I think it happens a little bit more during the regular season because it's so yeah. long right. and you've got so much ahead of you. You know, if the chiefs would have won a game like this in week eight where it was so emotional and Patrick scores a touchdown with 13 seconds left, which crazy, like I think you could have a letdown the the next week, even if you were playing, you know, the lowly jets or jaguars or somebody who's, yeah. you know, not a real good team. You could have it. Playoffs, players know it's the end of the line and they know that it's win and go home. So I don't I don't fear big game momentum as much in the playoffs as I do in the regular season. Like I think about us. Cause you're probably like people, people who remember back to that 93 team, right. That went to the AFC championship and we lost to the bills like, ah, well, Joe, did you guys have a letdown against, against the bills? Because you had had that, you know, the Steelers overtime win the Oilers right in the house of pain. And, you know, we were double digit underdogs going into that one and we win and we come home and there's 20,000 people at, at Kansas city's airport, like waiting for us at three o'clock in the morning. Like that was a lot of emotion. We just ran into a juggernaut when we played the Bills. Joe gets knocked out of the game. That was not – we went into that game with just as much momentum and and, and ready to play as we were playing Pittsburgh or playing Buffalo before that game. So have no fear, fans, that the Chiefs are going to have a letdown – air quote, letdown week because of that big game. It's playoffs. It's playoff football. And I think this is what you want in the playoffs. You want the momentum. There is no letdown week in playoffs because it's one and done.
0: Great insight from your your perspective of playing in the NFL and in those big playoff games, Joe. So that well on to on to the Bengals. I think you you made a great point last pod that you know Bill's Chiefs is the real AFC championship game. And seeing how well both those teams played, hard to argue that point. I, I really think it is. But how, how how do you see this game shaping up against the Bengals? Well, you know, of
1: course, first thing people are going to do, they're going to go back to the Chiefs' loss to the Bengals, and they're going to start to dissect it and analyze it. Um, you know, I, 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 think, I think the Chiefs. You know, um, I, I, I'm trying to think, Jeff. Where, you know, where do you think? I mean, I'm going to ask you too. Where, where do you think the Bengals are going to be able to beat this team? You know, where do you what? Do, what do you think as far as what part of the game are the offense, defense? particular matchup like
0: what what do you think well first you know I want to go back to something you said that you could see Allen and Mahomes being Brady Manning of, uh, of this generation which I could totally see um, but the AFC is so loaded with great quarterbacks Justin Herbert's in there and I think Joe Burrow is in there I think Joe Burrow Mahomes could be one of they play next year we already know the schedule for next year. They're going to play next year. That's going to be a big primetime game, a rematch of the AFC championship game. So he he is dangerous. Um, so I, what I'm looking for, you know, Jamar Chase killed, killed a lot. Like, how are they going to cover Jamar Chase? And I, I think that the Chiefs, you know, they single-covered him a lot, of course, on that that infamous third and 27. Um So how do they cover him? I I think that they're going to give him a lot of attention, maybe too much. I worry that they have other good receivers. Joe Mixon is really good. I Mm -hmm. I think he could hurt them versus their run. Um, So the Bengals definitely, they they have enough offensive firepower. Joe Burrow is playing great. um, That I I think they can give the Chiefs problems. Now, do I think the Bengals are going to win? No. I I think the line of about seven is about what I expect. I think the Bengals, excuse me, the, the Chiefs, win by a touchdown 10 points but I think the Bengals are good enough to make this competitive they those three receivers and Burrow and Mixon, it's a that's a lot of offensive firepower
1: yeah Jeff I I agree I I don't know if Chase is going to have the historic game that he had against us I mean that was that was one that was like that's a I don't want to say it's a generational game but that that's once in a season type you know type game against against a really solid best court
0: by a rookie receiver 266 yards yeah
1: yeah now hey listen i mean you know we got to keep our fingers crossed i i don't you know get tyran back i mean we'll see how that you know because that was the first thing i I put out a little halftime video uh and and i was like hey you know keys to this game is picking up the slack for tyran i mean you know and, and 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 it proved true because they were picking them apart in the middle deep, you know, a little bit more deep than most teams beat us. Um, You know, we're not usually a team that gets beat a lot. Um, And, and I'm telling you, they
0: factor Uh, his, that 75 yard -yard pass to Gabriel Davis. And then the the play that most of us thought was going to be the game winner to Gabriel Davis. Both of those were communication breakdowns, especially the the last touchdown. You you saw that the defensive backs talking back and forth, um, and, and Joe, I don't want to minimize at all the the significance of a concussion because that's so important. Head injuries, oh. well that my wife is a neurologist. But uh, given all that, hard to hard to think that uh, Matthew is going to miss this game.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I know that the chief staff will do the right thing, and they'll make it work, and they'll consult with all the right people, and you know, and and make sure that it's it's first about you know, Tyron Matthews health. And that's the most important thing. And that's what we want to protect. And that's the example the NFL wants to set, right? They want to set the example that we have these protocols in place. We have the tent, the blue tent. I I had the great honor of meeting the chief medical officer of the NFL this year. And we did a little seminar together and, you know, obviously head injuries and concussions are at the forefront of, of what we're doing um, for player safety up and down the ranks all the way from the NFL to pop Warner and little league. Right. So I think, um, you know, I think they're going to do the right thing there. And, um, but I mean, you know, they'll, I'm sure they're going to make, you know, do all, do all the right stuff and, and, and you hope that it's, it, wasn't as severe and he can get through the protocol and, and he can get his, his functions back to the point where he can, he can perform. Cause that's what, you know, he's going to want, right. He's going to want to be out there playing to be careful, but going back to the Bengals, I think, you know, I think what a game that was. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like if, if, if we would have lost to the Bengals and, and and something, they had some matchup that, you know, really really looked like, oh, man, how are we going to overcome that in the playoffs? I, I don't fear that. I'm, I'm, I'm right with you on the line. I think, I think this is going to be a, a high-scoring game or a mildly high-scoring like we've kind of predicted with the Bills. I think it's – I'm going to go again with my same type of prediction. I think it's going to be like a 31- to 24-point game. Um, both teams started really fast last game, right? The Chiefs scored 28 in the first half, which is pretty unlike them. Mm -hmm. You know, and, um, you know, if you look at them last three or four years, historically, it's been a lot of their scoring happens, you know, somewhere halfway through the second quarter into the third and fourth. So, and I thought that, I thought this game was going to be that way uh, against, against Buffalo. And um, obviously that, that game, just everybody scored the whole game. (laughs) Like everybody just kept scoring. And, and I think, uh, I think it's going to be like 31, 24. Look, I I think Joe Burrow is absolutely going to be, one of the stars of this league, you know, he's got the swagger, he's got everything you're looking for in a quarterback. I think he's got a little more uh, talent and, and stuff to back up maybe the swagger of, you know uh, you know, of of some of the things that you see from some other young quarterbacks who are kind of trying, you know, trying to make their way. Uh, like a Baker Mayfield, right? I think he's just got more. But listen, there's only one Joe Cool. I know they want to keep calling him (laughs) Joe Cool. There's only one Joe Cool, and and, and Chiefs fans know what I'm talking about. You know, Joe Montana was the original Joe Cool, and he will always be the only Joe Cool. They can call Joe Burrow Joe Cool, but they better start calling him Joe Cool too, because there's only one Joe Cool. Um, but I, but I like him. I I think he's a scrappy competitor and it's going to be a good game. I I think, I think, I think chiefs fans are in for another good game and Hey, how cool is it that it's coming through Arrowhead, right? Tennessee does it again. (laughs) And, and, you know, uh, and, 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 you know, we get to, we get to host the AFC championship again, which is such a treat for the fans. Right. And, And for the, and for all the NFL community to watch another game at Arrowhead stadium.
0: First time in NFL history that, uh, one team hosts four consecutive AFC Championship games. Joe, what I'm looking at. Everyone's going to talk about Burrow, Mahomes, the offenses, or the the uh, skill positions. Uh, Joe Burrow was sacked nine times against against the Titans, um, and that actually going back to one of your uh, former colleagues, Len Dawson in 1966 was sacked that many times in a playoff game and still still won. Uh, but anyhow, so I really look. I think that's going to be the uh, difference in the game: is the the Chiefs' pass rush getting to Mahomes. Now, the Titans. I think the t- Titans have the best defensive line in football. Jeffrey Simmons is excellent. Uh, Autry is really good. Hill you know, Landry, who's kind of more of an edge guy. Um, so I, I don't know if they're going to as good as as much as great as Chris Jones is. I rave about him all the time on the spot. You know, I, I don't. I don't think they have. They'll get that kind of pressure, but I think they'll get a lot of pressure because of the, the arrowhead crowd. Um, so I, I for me, that's that's going to be the the difference in the game.
1: Well, they're going to be, I mean, I mean, the Bengals' own lines going into this, they're, they're going to be going, they're going in a little shaky because that I'm telling you, psychologically, you know, that's a lot to shore up, you yeah. know, uh, and and just just to think about it mentally and and just kind of. The, the nervousness that, that this Bengals team and that Joe Burr might have going in there with with the noise at Arrowhead. Somebody asked me, uh, you know, what's, how loud is it at Arrowhead? I said, it's like, it's like putting a metal pot on your head and then hitting it with a metal spoon. Like, that's what it sounds like when you're down on the field. And don't try that at home, listeners. But, you know, it, it can be so loud that you can't really even concentrate, right? And Chiefs fans know how to get it done. And, and I think that is going to be something that the Bengals line is going to be thinking about. How are we going to handle the snap count? How are we going to handle the rush? You know, I think the Chiefs right now are playing as well as, you know, we've seen them play up front, at least with Melvin Ingram in the mix now. You know, Frank Clark really stepped up. You got, you know, Jaron and, and, and Chris Jones in the middle providing that. I, I think, I, I don't know if we texted about it or not, Jeff. I think we did. But remember I said, why do the chiefs keep rushing Josh Allen this way when they kept giving him those scenes, you've got to mush rush him. You, I mean, you still want to get pressure. You don't want to spy him, but you also have to have a disciplined approach to the rush. Like you've got it. You can't do it. I don't think I've, I i do not fear that as much with burrow. I think we can get away with a little bit more. And the reason I brought that up not to relive more the bills game, but I think we can get away with more of a traditional pass rush of, of, you know, getting after burrow from the outside running some stunts on the inside where we don't have to have that as disciplined rush against him. I don't think he's going to be able to beat us with this feet as much as Josh Allen could. So, or, or the way that Patrick does vice versa. So I, I think, I think we need to really just get after him and, and make him think um, and, and, you know, really, I mean, get after him, and, you know, don't forget that the Titans, the Titans, you know, they three, three picks in that game, um, you know they 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 started to make the comeback. That the Bengals were a little bit more steady. I think the Titans didn't really play their best
0: football. But of course, we're more more focused on yeah the task at hand here. Yeah, Chiefs Bengals. We both like the Chiefs to go to the their third Super Bowl in a row, which would be just a remarkable achievement. Well, if you enjoy this show presented by Bet Online, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher Luminary, and tune in. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.